Welcome back to the Charles, to the Charles Ogan experience. 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 Good to see hey. you, Arna Flanagan. Thanks. Good to see you too. It's been a while. You been in Jutopia? I went to Jutopia. No relation. Yeah, it was a great camp. Mosquitoes, bit of heat, the sea. I went in the sea twice. I normally don't abide, but... A roadman wouldn't get in the water. I didn't say I took my jacket off. I said I went in the sea. <laughs> but yeah, my ears get blocked in the sea, so I only went fearful. yay high. So you're fearful. I'm fearful, yeah. I've heard it's not so safe. There's all sorts of things in the sea. Sharks. Sharks. There are sharks. Not in Greece. Maybe there are in Greece. They follow boats, you see, coming from out. They follow a boat into the port and then they'll eat whatever they come people. across. Yeah. Fuck, there Vegetables. we go. Guys, remember, like, and subscribe, do all that. True Spotify, that. YouTube. I need to sort those YouTube things out so we can get ads on this. People are going to hate Sick. us. They'll be watching that fucking Fuck ads. this. I'm going to turn off now. Now's a good time to turn off now. The <laughs> uh, shout awesome. out Stefan Debija. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just finished his GCSEs. We're quite proud of him. That's all. He's doing well, yeah. Shout yeah. out Stefan. Good, good lifting too. He's getting stronger. His 16 years old footprint is almost a perfect circle like a hippo similar <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually yeah. yeah crazy now that you mention it what was the highlights of uh jutopia jiu-jitsu wise what were you teaching oh, jiu-jitsu oh. i was actually teaching what all the counter and the outside passing stuff then i did a bit of half butterfly and i was going to do some leg finishing but apparently the schedule was wrong so my last class oh. was just more like me just there and people asking random questions. Q&A. Hey, Q&A. Q &A. It was basically a Q&A and I normally end with a Q&A anyway. So all good. I met lots of great folks. I practiced my mount bullshit again. Trapping um, people's both arms. Yeah. Tariq came up with a nice name, the Boston Tea Bag. The Boston Tea Bag. Yeah, as opposed to the Boston Crab. Yeah. The Boston tea bag. The Boston tea bag, and it's true because you are kind of teabagging them if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah, if they open their mouth, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, it's just sweat dripping onto their face. Yeah. It sounds uncomfortable. So it's for the, that sort for of people month. listening on uh, Spotify, you you're mounting them, and you've got both of their arms crossed. It's not quite mounted though. You're seated on them. You're in a, you're a, a slav squat position in mount. With their arms folded over your hips and you're pressing the hands over your hips so that they can't retract their shoulders. No one taps to this. It's just un it's just unbearable. You, uh, you can tap. What's, yeah, yeah. It's the, the armbar. Armbar. Because the arms are folded there. You can just push the arm over the other hip to get the tap. Oh, okay. But then you waste the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, keep, it's good. You want to keep the moment. It makes the training much more interesting as well when you have a goal in mind of just like, I am going to do this bullshit. And it's also mount. So if someone tries to like turn to turtle you can just keep forcing them back to mount till they get exhausted also there was a tarpaulin on top for those that don't speak english that is a cover on top, <laughs> on top of the mats and uh there was like a very sheer shadow so once you went out of the shadow you're in the baking 35 degree sun getting all sorts of uv rays in your eyes and yeah, you're just yeah. like you can't see and i'm trying to you know walk your arms up with the mount bullshit proper torture plus there's sweat falling in your face I had a great time. Horrific, and I got paid for that. Good training with a training with a goal in mind. Yeah, training training with a goal in mind. <laughs> now we know the uh, makes all the difference. The title it does though it makes it more interesting. If you're bored, the, train with a goal in mind. Now we know the title of the podcast. <laughs> great. Should we get some questions? Let's go. go. Have you got any? Yeah, yeah. Did you send me them or just? I'll 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 start yeah. then. I'll start. See, no, no. I've done a bit of editing. Right. Oh. Question one. If you could open a BJJ gym anywhere on earth, where would you pick and why? It's got to be Alaska. It's got to be Montserrat or Iceland or Antarctica because <laughs> there are no mosquitoes. <laughs> Montserrat would be ideal. Where's Montserrat? It's in the Carib Caribbean, right. if you will. The West Indies, if you will. I wouldn't, but yeah, yeah. anyway, okay. Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, the one. Good food. Pleasant I don't even people. know. Apparently, there's oh, why would you go there? friendly locals, no mosquitoes. It's mildly volcanically active, which is a negative depending how long you're there for, I guess. Good to see you really thought out this decision. <laughs> <laughs> and Give us Iceland. 
Iceland, again, no mosquitoes. Quite good GDP per capita. There's yeah. no bank, like banking, whatever. There is banking, obviously, but apparently, you know, they all, they all got, they all got sent to prison for the uh, collapse. Yeah, for the collapse. So there's something. And yeah, the only downside is I've had to learn Icelandic, which I, I imagine is pretty hard. Antarctica? Antarctica, no good, mosquitoes. but <laughs> far. <laughs> Not really much wildlife that you can eat. <laughs> I guess a penguin, but I wouldn't. And uh, yeah, probably hard to get. So clients. much better. It's much better than UK. <laughs> UK. Where would wow. you actually open them? Give us three choices. Yeah. So Montserrat, generally, genuinely, is like you know paradise sort of place. So that would be ideal if I could open anywhere. That would be it. I want. I want to open somewhere hot with the beach not necessarily the beach but i just want to you know potentially be able to swim or at least have a bit of fresh air have the idea of swimming in mind exactly and if i get really hot you know then maybe i might go in and and also there's no mosquitoes so just think about that where else in the world is it hot with no mosquitoes that's the only place i googled it wow <laughs> now you know let me save you googling there you go yeah other than that uh london i've done it yeah, thanks. <laughs> a while ago now, but well congratulations are still piling in. Uh, Ireland, maybe. Luxembourg, maybe. South of France, maybe. South of France would be sick. That would be South sick. France, but there are mosquitoes. And there are also the, uh, what are they called? The big wasps. Ornits. Yeah, but South of France is so sick. But what about the mosquitoes? The black and white ones? The tiger mosquitoes that Don't when matter. they bite you, you just... Who cares? Just get on with it. Nah. You just get on with it, mate. Nah. Next question. Come on. Cool. All right. Well, that was uh, right, I'll go. I'll go. My view. Yeah. Go. 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 <laughs> Give them hell. Um. Oh, I should have planned these out. You should have planned it. You just best workout split for BJJ practitioners: two to three full body workouts per week. That's your best split. Full body. Just go full body. Trust me. It, it's it's gonna work for you. Trust me. Which actually leads on to another question. Um. About quickly supersetting unilateral exercises unilateral meaning single arm or single leg one at a time and bilateral exercises together is it suboptimal e.g single arm row plus bench press no it's not suboptimal because it is a great say as an example if you're doing bench press that is going to be hitting the chest and the triceps then with that as you're resting well not t technically resting you would go and do some single arm rows which is not going to affect the amount that you can bench press or reduce the energy that you have ready for the bench press so therefore that superset is not only saving you time in the gym it's increasing the intensity of the workout without each of those exercises interfering with one another to perform those exercises as best as you possibly could hence the superset hence the superset same Absolutely for if, same for if you're going to do bulgarian split squats with a pull-up or a press overhead or any other movement you could certainly pair them together but you wouldn't necessarily pair them with another leg exercise for obvious reasons the bulgarian split squats are going to fuck your legs up you could actually pair them with a nordic curl i used to do i used to do that very difficult to do but what splits in a Nordic? Yeah, that was tough. That fucking was hell, fucking mate. You're hard. But don't do that. S split the exercise. Don't try this at home. How you want to superset things is think about is this exercise that I'm supersetting with my primary exercise going to uh, be detrimental to my use of energy and performance on the other exercise? Yeah. If it is, then don't do it find another exercise or movement pattern would you do say one normal bench then one dumbbell bench on either hand and then go back to the normal bench no me neither same movement pattern yeah that would be suboptimal that would be suboptimal to Although clarify you, it, that now you've opened up another can of worms that could be Fuck. called <laughs> drop setting so say you've got your barbell bench press which is allowing you to lift the heaviest weight possible Mm. then you could drop down rather than dropping and load you could go to a dumbbell bench press until you can, can't perform any more reps then you could go finish with a push up until you can't perform any more reps and then you could finish with bar assisted Two, push ups four, six, eight, ten 10 reps yep then back down 
pyramids. But you could do that. You could choose like four exercises and just have the regressions of those exercises and just work. Uh, but that's more like a a nice bodybuilding kind of style or split or just like a, a nice exercise routine. For jiu-jitsu, you don't need to do that kind of stuff. You could, but you don't need to. Two full, two full body workouts move with um, hitting each muscle group two to three times per week. You're good. Easy money. Yeah. Do I want to talk? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Actually, while it's fresh in my head, um, people asking about, oh, rep sets. I always say five to 15 reps, but it depends on how well you can move. So like if you perform the bench press or chin up badly, and I'm like, yeah, you need to work between five to 15 reps. You could do 15 poor quality reps and be like, oh, it's easy. Versus if you did them properly, which is why technique is very important, efficient movement pattern. Make sure you're doing the exercises properly to full range of motion because then you're going to get the maximum stimulus possible from that exercise. Don't do your chin-ups to halfway or half reps. Don't do, do, don't do half rep squats. If it's too heavy, fucking make it lighter. You'll get way more out of it. Let's say you did like a 90% rep squat. 90, de- 90, 90 degrees. Not, not degrees, percent. Not full squat, like you're Almost asking us. a full ROM. But yep. not quite. Is that acceptable? Wait, 90%. 90% of full <clears throat> ROM, but not quite 100%. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're, gonna, for, if you're working at maximum intensity, it's going to be hard to get absolutely perfect technique all the time. But we don't, for the majority of our workouts, we want to be doing performing reps with excellent quality full range of motion. Not trying too hard. Well, trying, yeah, no, definitely trying hard. But, but not, not too hard. Not too hard. You can build up to that. Certainly, you can have times where you fuck yourself. Yeah. Seven to eight RPE. No, there sorry, it is. Seven to nine RPE. That's all you need to know. And then so you can have workouts if you're feeling good. Go to ten. Fucking max it up. But you've built up to that. It's not just in coming fresh weeks. Off the not fresh floor. off the boat. Not fresh off the boat. Let's fucking go. Actually, yeah. If you get a boat to weights, then maybe it would be. Yeah, yeah. Let's Christian Osbert. Let's let's treat a ferry. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> toughest guy you've competed against. So toughest mentally, I would say Wagner Why? for letting his leg break and not minding. Yep. And toughest should have broken it more. That's on you. That's we, you could have had a medal that we would have hung in this room. In yeah, terms yeah, yeah. of good, we could have. We could have had a medal. Right on the. Do you hear that as well? On the eye, we we could have hung, hanged in this room. Yeah. Hanged. Hung. 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 Anyway. Anyway, Wagner. Who else? And then probably the best would be Giancarlo. Arguably, he's good. He's good. Champ at the moment. Champ. Champ. So yeah, that was that question. How to deal with the HQ position from the bottom. Me? Go on then. What do you like to do? A strong, be- a plyo bench press. Explosively. From from the bottom. From they're, bottom. They're in headquarters. They're in HQ. They're pinning you in HQ. What do you like to do? Get fucking kick them away. Get just, him off. just fucking get him off. Get him off. Get those arms on them. Yeah. Fucking try and push him away. <laughs> just bench press, good form. Try and push him away. Get the hips hips scooting. Get get the hip escapes going. Yeah. Try and pummel your outside leg. You can try and go. Hey, wait. HQ is top person's j- almost in J J pointing position. Similar, no though. It's like a float position. Float passing. Ah, uh, float passing. You're over the top. Of that's it. hard. If you're in that position on me, I I if I give you. If I give you spazzy responses, I just open up too much space. You're you're passing. Yeah. You're Sometimes passing. you do a good job kicking away and then wrestling up. Yeah. When you when you get a good bench going. Yeah, yeah. Then get a good bench. Fine. Yeah, get a good bench. Very pummel. I Very like to pummel my legs in, but that's just me. Try and get your legs to the inside. Use your elbows and knees to get your legs back to the, your feet and toes back to the inside, and point your toes at your partner. Toe point. Yeah, but like at your partner. Not just necessarily forward, but just it could be up, but at your partner. Right, right. Just yeah. to fend them off. Just so you can kick them if they try and come towards you. <laughs> As in, literally. Literally, kick them literally, away. Literally, kick them away, yeah. Would you stand up at that point to wrestle up or just get some more space and then start attacking more mm. legs? It's quite easy to spin, like load weight into your partner's hands so their hands are way above you and then spin 
underneath them so you're kind of like behind them or side on and then once you're in that position then you can pummel your legs easier mm. but basically you pull their weight forward onto their hands and spin or if their weight's really far back you can try and push them away but basically you want to take weight off their pinning leg and uh try and get your leg on the inside Sick. and that is my advice to you you want to do the next one give up all right then i'll give you one if you could <laughs> <laughs> opinion on training in extreme heat or slipperiness let's leave that one your view on Josh Sanders <laughs> the guy That's that the went from zero to ADCC trials winner and brown belt in 23 months what I think of Josh Sanders yeah he's done well hasn't he yeah I don't think he was a complete beginner when he was started from zero because he'd already had a career in whatever professional rugby or something he, he came from pro professional rugby league so he's already extremely athletic and extremely strong because he played in the forwards which would mean you're fucking big and strong he's very used to tackling big cunts yeah so he's it's got good zero, tackle is good, it? good yeah good understanding of mechanics of moving people yeah uh, thoughts but still my view he seemed like a nice guy when I was chatting to him was it two to three months I'd 23 months right yeah Two to three months would be astounding. <laughs> 23 is like... Yeah, yeah, I'm keen to see how he progresses. Yeah. I see mean, how he goes this year. It's a learning curve, isn't it? You learn really fast at the start and then after that, it sort of... It, it well, fizzles out. It, I'd like to see him face... Shout out Mark McQueen. That would be a nice face. That would be a nice yeah, face to see. Yeah, him and Mark McQueen. Hmm. I would like to see him face... The Jiu-Jitsu Giant, a.k.a. Oh, Dan Manasoyu. Yeah, been enjoying watching Dan Manasoyu's matches. Getting on, the, getting on the legs. Yeah, and just smothering people. Just seems like he's just pulls his chest into their face. Seen that bit in Game of Thrones where the mountain like presses his hand against someone's head and just explodes their head. Yeah, that yeah. basically that's what he would be doing. That's to what he does. Face. I wonder if he could do it with his hands. I really want to find out. He's like six eight. He's fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was big next to Mark McQueen so yeah, yeah. that says it all but I'm, I wonder if he could crush someone's head it'd be good to know <laughs> we've had it before but I really want to know <laughs> anyway maybe we can get him to try it on someone Christian Osbeck knows him let's get let's get let's use the Christian Osbeck details Christian Osbeck's skull is unbreakable so we could test it on him <laughs> see what he thinks if it hurts or not uh, next question hot environments you're gonna skip that one yeah, because we've done it before, but basically I would like tone down the intensity when it's super hot because, I mean, A, it's super hot, so you're probably going to get tired easier, but also it's, you're just going to slip around and injure yourself sooner or later. Sometimes, though, you kind of have to increase the intensity to get anything going when it's that slippery. Like, basically, the way I see it, the more slippery, the more spaz actually sure. works. Like, yeah. yeah, so, like, switch to body locks and that sort of stuff. If it's really slippery on the floor, then the loose passing is not really going to work so well. Ain't going to work. I would say body locks and, yeah, just using, you know, if it's super slippery, you may as well just be grappling, like, in the water in space or something. It's just, you've got no grip from the floor. You've got no, <laughs> no grip on your partner. You may as well be grappling in space. Yeah, may as well. Shout out Buzz Aldrin. They do that. <laughs> Shout out Buzz. Although, that didn't actually happen, did it? <laughs> as we know now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you more likely to spend the instructional money on trend or hair transplant <laughs> <laughs> probably hair transplant actually <laughs> got to answer this from the heart uh, you get a lot of trend for that instructional money mm, yeah is trend cheap I'm sure it is they feed it to cows don't they so there you go trend I mean a lifetime supply of trend or a lifetime supply of hair I guess a lifetime supply of trend isn't actually going to be that much is it given that the lifetime you'll die, will be. You'll die quickly yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you get hair transplant you might live a lot longer <laughs> All right. but yeah one hair transplant's not going to cut it is it you've got to keep updating the transplant so it's tough it's a tough question man good one thanks <laughs> Thanks for writing in, bro. You go. Me, yeah. yeah all right, go, again. Go. All right, kipping escape on on heavier person who's grapevining your legs. This is just a, a raw technical question. Same guy as well. Good variety of questions. <laughs> yeah. If only we had someone that sent in like fifty questions each time. Anyway. If only. If only. He he's actually gone now. I know he's got what was his name? Uh, we we won't say his name online. Yeah. Can't remember. Anyway. 
kipping escape on heavier person is great value your legs so i think you need to have some degree of separation between your hip and their hip when you start to kip that's good good rhyme and uh if they're great vining your legs when you go to bridge there won't be any separation whatsoever and their belly button's not going to move so first thing you have to do is unlock your legs from their legs so that you can make a tiny bit of space between your hips and then you can bridge them off to the side and basically get them to post their hand and once or just move their belly button off to the side and once their belly button's off to the side you might be able to kick to that same side or they might like overcorrect to the opposite side and you can push them back the opposite side and then you kip but essentially if they're grapevining your legs uh it's going to be slightly harder to get a bridge going so you might want to disconnect one leg and then bridge and then kip Address, in that order address the legs first address the grapevine yeah sometimes though like you don't even have to address the grapevine it's just like get your elbows inside start to bench press on their hips and then yeah sometimes you can just do the like leg shaking thing like the swinging the legs rather than a bridge and that'll work well against grapevines i like that one you know when you bring bring your legs together and you just swing left and right and then love that one. send them over love it can't live without it do you rate the grapevine putting people in the grapevine I like it for passing and yeah, I like it like for example, head and arms and maybe if they put a post on, I can kind of sink to one side and... No, but for mount specifically. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, okay. so mount, if they if they put like one hip post on and you've already got a underhook and cross face, then I might get a grapevine on that side as I work myself up. Right, single yeah. arm, s- single leg, grapevine. Yeah, these days I'm quite liking stepping feet on the hips as well for my bullshit mount move. Uh, even yeah. not though because I've realised the bullshit mount move isn't, isn't actually that bullshit it's just classical Gracie Jiu Jitsu really good disarm disarm Dis- yeah, disarm yeah. disarm disable the opponent enter the gym steal the gym <laughs> <laughs> alright I'll go 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 man go go take go, it from go, here go. breakdown of diet for grappling for gra- fucking um break it's dyslexia man <laughs> this is cruel <laughs> Why'd you make me do this? <laughs> <laughs> Breakdown of a diet for training, grappling, two hours per night, active job, three days gym. Fuck uh, you. Fuck, you're busy. Uh, mate, eat plenty of carbs beforehand. So you'd, you'd want to have an understanding of how many calories you need to eat per day. Make sure you hit that calorie budget, number one. Number two. Budget. Yeah, budget. Number two, carbs before training 30 90 grams during training because you're training two hours so have a have a beverage yeah with carbohydrates in for that second session and then number three post training get the protein get the carbs back in 30 to 40, 30 to 50 grams of protein 30 to 90 grams of carbohydrates do that carbs are gang carbs and water it's all you need carbs and water and be hydrated yeah oh yeah, yeah of course be hydrated Fucking hell, <laughs> wait, what's happening over there? Fuck, we forgot about that, water. Water, yeah, bottle get, of water. Get the water in. Get a bottle of water. Get a big two litre bottle of water, see that off with some electrolytes in it throughout the session. See it off That'd be sick. throughout the session. See and it off, fresher. Then drink some more water before, after you finish. You're going to have to do that. Just get it done. If it's in the evening and you fish, finish late, maybe have your bigger meals at the start of the day so then you can have lighter meals in the mm. evening. Do that. Is lighter meals in the evening good? It can help sleep. If you struggle eating big meals and then in the evening, that's going to prevent you from sleeping. Really? Some people struggle with that, yeah. I feel like a big meal normally sends me. Yeah. Some people opposite them. Fucking idiots. Not you. Go on, give us a question. so dumb. Why don't you just sleep after a big meal? What else are you going (laughs) to do? Right. Opinions on side control escape to clamp guard versus bottom half guard. I prefer escaping to clamp guard. Clamp guard? Clamp guard is like just a knee shield, both knee shields in, and you're holding their triceps. And a bottom half guard is just like where you lock your legs around their one leg, but I guess they still you're have going, control over your... You're getting crushed in the bottom half upper guard, half. chest to chest. Yeah. I guess I'm easy. Whichever one they give, go for it. It's not necessarily a preference thing. It's just what they give you. It's not nothing personal between the... The guards. Between two. If I had a choice, though, I would rather the clamp guard because you got your knees in front. You You're in a better position. Push them away. You can push them away with your legs. Fantastic. 
All right, should I carry on? I have another question. Come on. How long have you been a Ronin for? I don't even know what that means. And how did you get so good on your own? Did you have a buddy who you practiced what you watched with? Or did you just try to learn in live sparring? I would recommend you teach lots of private lessons on things that you yourself are interested in. Or, yeah, you have to do specific sparring. If you do private lessons, though, you can't cheat and just brute force out of stuff. You actually have to, have to use technique or else people start to think you're just a BS salesman. So, yeah, private lessons where you yourself are doing the private lessons so you have to work is going to help you because then you're like aware of other people's mistakes and you're also aware of yourself spazzing out of positions. And, yeah, that's the main way. And let me try and think. Watch a lot of instructionals. Try the stuff out. Yeah. Train a lot. Check out one of our episode, like early episodes where we talked about how you watch instructionals. Go over it again. Tell us how you watch. Tell us how, how you watch. I it. watch instructionals. So I will. So probably I'll start general overview. It depends how long it is, obviously. But like if it's super long, then I might actually just watch it as a almost a movie an eight hour movie <laughs> split up into parts but <laughs> let's say it's like yeah it's sick the popcorn let's say it's a reasonably sized instructional one and a half hours the perfect amount of time for an instructional just as long as my instructional coincidentally and uh what i'll do is i'll see the bits that i really want to see first so let's say there's a title that is like okay this looks really good and it's like a specific problem i'm keen on learning then i'll go and watch that and then i'll try it out if there's nothing like specific or you know nothing at all so there's no point you looking at specific stuff then i might watch the intro then i'll go to the sparring and then i'll go back and watch a bit more i might skim watch the whole thing i.e like cl keep clicking the 10 second forward till they're not talking and they're actually doing the move yeah. and or if it's like way too long i'll just look at the titles and i'll get a, i'll watch the intro from the titles then i'll watch the sparring and then i'll see what is like common problems that they get and that they're solving with the instructional material and then i'll go back and try and see if i can find the part in the instructional that relates to the part in the sparring that was interesting and you go implement that on your training yeah i like to watch hmm. yeah obviously gordon does good uh sparring in his instructionals but like lachlan giles does a lot of sparring in his instructionals not necessarily like he'll just like have lots of sparring footage and he'll go back and analyze it and talk about it on his instructionals, which is which is decent and uh, find that useful. Yeah, the sparring. Yeah, I added some sparring into my lot, my latest one. Good to do. Yeah, just just two, three rounds, just a bit, you know, just so people can see what it kind of looks like in live sparring, where it goes wrong. I'm not saying I'm a master at it. I'm just saying yeah, you are. You don't have to be a master at the material. Or it doesn't have to always go 100%, but you can identify what went wrong. You know, sometimes you're having a tired day. And you're like, this is where I fucked this up. I yeah. should have done this. Or when you're having a tired day, maybe sometimes you've got to go deeper into sequences against people that otherwise, if you were strong, you could just get the first get the first move off. Mm. So, yeah. Sick. Fuck these mosquitoes. Good answers. I hate mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. They're I fucking pricks. I heard about that. If anyone's got... There's nothing really is there you can do. When going to overback grip, how do you stop from getting off balance as you switch your hips? Is that a good question? Yeah. Uh, I don't think you should drop your hip all the way to the floor when you go to uh, overback. I think you're just supposed to drop to a knee. Yeah, it shouldn't be, yeah. Should be like that. I'm not really doing overback grip that much anymore. These days, I'm just continuing the yeah. sprawling. Yeah, Scroll times have changed. There was a question about, okay, so how do you stop getting off balance from the overback grip? Just drop to the knee don't drop down to the hips yeah I feel like if you drop to your hips you're gonna get if you drop to your hips like maybe it can work if you keep your weight on them but like the way I see the way I was doing it and how I copied it was just going straight to your one knee rather than two knees and yeah you do kind of get off balance as you go but once you pull their head in they shouldn't have an ability to push you so it's like as you're dropping from both knees to one sorry to from both toes to both knees, that is the moment where maybe you can get off balance, but mm. you've got to like fall into the position. And yeah, if you get off balance, you're looking at near side underhooks to pull yourself back or just like high stepping your legs out if they start to attack your legs. Watch uh, watch Gordon Galvao. Very good uh, study on the overback grip. Real nice. Gordon Galvao. Gordon Galvao, as in Ryan and Andre. Sick. Love that. 
Um, Owen's thoughts on the Keymaster in No Game. K God. Keymaster. I think that's K God. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of K God. Good God. Basically underhooking their leg and putting your legs in the way. Yeah. What can I say? It's just a. There we go. Yeah. Tips some tips for performing in competition like you do in the gym. Uh, maybe like what helped me anyway was a feeling out process rather than if you go into competition and it's like you go 100% from the get-go that's probably how you're going to lose because like imagine you're in the gym and you just spar with someone you obviously don't want to lose you haven't met this person before you'd rather tap them out than they tap you out you're going to be like pretty cautious of all the bullshit stuff they might try like I don't know like a rolling kimura or like diving guillotines or like weird cheap subs you just you're a bit cautious till you see all the weird cheap shit that they're gonna try and then as time goes on and you learn more about their game you can start to open up a bit more so same in competition you have a little feeling out process and then uh, as time goes on you can open up a bit more and start building up momentum once you know all their the bullshit yeah. they're going to try and you're a bit more aware of it feeling out process yeah the feeling out process exactly lead up yeah would you opt for for longer matches then uh, I like 10 to 15 minutes it's more about the pacing though but yeah I mean longer matches are in a way better because it definitely shows that who is the better jiu-jitsu guy mm. but on the other hand or I guess who's just got better cardio but yeah. on the other hand uh, it's more about pacing I think and also, long jiu-jitsu matches are super boring to watch. Yeah. A lot of fast-forwarding there. Yes, sir. Even if it's good and it's like 40 minutes, you might still fast-forward because you're like, yeah, it's good, but nothing, clearly nothing really happens. Yeah. I'm not going to see any bones or anything for the next 40 minutes, so <laughs> may as well skip forward. Skip, 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 skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. It would be nice if uh, long matches were entertaining, but I mean wrestling matches like three minutes per half or whatever and they're, they're entertaining they're very entertaining yeah because they have to work hard yeah it forces them to work hard for three minutes yeah but then i feel like the amount of spaz and just like athleticism in, in the whole sport would go up massively you know for jiu-jitsu yeah if it was just like three minute matches and it was no it'd just be it would just be retarded <laughs> it would just, just be turn like, into wrestling really yeah pro yeah or like it would just turn into like people just kind of doing judo style drilling where they just be drilling a move like as fast as possible so that they can just like hit it at the flick of a button and not really think about it it's just like yeah. I'm you know drilling flying like flying scissors or flying armbar from every position as fast as possible get yeah. a hold of the leg <laughs> fucking rip it off it's only three minutes so you can probably fly an armbar for about two and a half minutes straight yeah. if you just got up and fly, <laughs> flying armbar <laughs> over again I mean there's people there's some guy that came to our gym and he was literally just jumping scissors over and over again like jumping what, scissor sweeps yeah what can you do what can you do if someone's just like every time you go near them they're just jumping it's like if someone had a scissors and they're just they're just snapping the scissors at you <laughs> <laughs> what can you do what can you or if they're windmilling their arms get away can't get near them without getting <laughs> completely knocked out you have to see it. <laughs> or someone's spinning in a circle <laughs> how are you gonna get close without getting spinning back fisted <laughs> you, you have to take some damage getting in yeah yeah exactly yeah and like <laughs> you don't want to be half in when they jumping scissor you because that's how you get your knee fucked and if you're too far in then they'll just get a clean jumping scissor and get in your legs yeah so Pull guard. that's my <laughs> tip Pull yeah but they might jumping scissors anyway <laughs> that's just a back step isn't it stay low yeah, but if they do it anyway though like if you're low then it, it's more time for you to take your legs away so if they jumping scissor at your legs you your leg will be more weighted yeah but if they do it hard and fast enough for fuck there's no answer to the jumping there's scissors. There's no swing. answer to jumping By scissors. the looks of things, there's no answer. That's all you, yeah. Anderson Silva and that Japanese fella who True subbed him out. Wow. What a match. That what was a match. great match. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Good night. Next question. You go. Come Fuck on. me. Okay, now. All right. Jesus Christ. Fuck, we've got for 34 minutes so far. Like and subscribe if you're still there. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Come on. Let's have a little break for Come liking on. and subscribing. Like and subscribe. You still uh, listen. Thoughts against compete. Thoughts on competing against a good friend and training partner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. You, you, <laughs> you versus Christian Osbeck. We've all got mates. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, you versus Christian Osbeck, ADCC Charles. Are you gonna break his leg? Probably. 
That's what it comes down to, bro. Well, if, if, if he, he doesn't, doesn't tap, tap, I'll probably do it in training. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't. I mean, it depends. If he just looked at me and I looked at him and I applied it and waited and waited and waited and then they didn't tap, it was like, well, we had it. Yeah. We had a deal, bro. And <laughs> you <laughs> broke the deal. <laughs> you broke the deal. It's <laughs> like, if it's going to break, you should tap prior to that yeah. so that no one gets hurt. But there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's not nice, obviously, but you can just be like, you can just be like, ah, oh, fuck you sort of thing when you lose. <laughs> <laughs> if you lose. So I don't know. It's not, it's not ideal. That's why people close out divisions. Also be aware that you're not just like competing for a pin or competing to slam someone. You do actually have to break someone's leg or potentially like sometimes really fucking injure them to get a win. So yeah, tough one. It's not really like other sports where it's, you can come out of it. Okay. Like boxers, they're not going to box their friend, are they? I mean, they yeah. might if it's like YouTubers and they don't really, but you're not going to box your actual friend that you see day to day. So. Yeah, MMA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not going to have an MMA fight with your mates, are you? Yeah, you're not. You're not. And jujitsu is the same because really, if, you do, if you're not willing to hurt someone, then you can't win. You reckon? Basically, yeah. Well, you can choke them out, actually. You can choke them out, but. Sometimes have the submission, you just got to get it on. Get it on as hard as you can. Sometimes you just got to break some shit. I was actually shit. just thinking about that Johnny Grippo earlier. Imagine if your mate did that to you. Johnny Grippo, you. Yeah, that's probably less cool because it's like... That's less cool. Just No time <laughs> to tap. But I feel like if it's your mate, you're probably less likely to get caught out of something like that. Because you know him. Yeah, because you know him. So what if know. he's like a, a good mate? Hey, mate, we haven't trained together in ages. We'll come up against each other in competition. And he Johnny Grippo's you. There yeah, you that's it. Just tap quicker. There I mean, go. that's the risk, isn't it? You run the risk. Yeah, you're not doing a proper nine to five, so this, these are the risks that you run. Yeah. What if yeah. he does it at grappling industries to you? What, and I'm a white belt? No, no, no. Absolute division, grappling industries, Johnny Gripper. Yeah, okay. what's the issue? Not getting paid. Just a, just a grappling industry. Well, yeah, that's you, though. That's your fault. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're a professional and you went to grappling industries and got injured. Yep. You should have been more aware of where your feet were. Yeah, and also you should have been more aware of your career prospects from... <laughs> going to grappling industries in a division where you might get injured for free. I mean, it's good practice to be fair. And yeah, you can tap quicker and also you can just hide your legs a bit more. So, I mean, yeah, obviously you can always get your shit broken before you get a chance to tap. But for the most part, if you're, if you're cautious, that's probably less likely mm. to happen. But you're more likely to just get controlled and slowly finished. Be more cautious. Yeah. Be more cautious. Don't grapple. Yeah. You can grapple your friends, but just understand that. What's uh, what, what's the price? How bad do they each want to win? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what is the prize as well? Like, if you're competing against your friend in grappling industries, probably if anyone breaks anyone's leg, then that's just not friends anymore. Yeah, but that, 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 see, it's like different story. You yeah. know, yeah, it's bigger than just our friendship, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> my ex friend. Ex friend. I got a question. Go on, tell him. Uh, do you need to increase water intake when taking creatine? Nope. You can just you should have a adequate hydration as it is anyway. Th- at least thirty milliliters per liter per kg of your body weight. Really? Do that. That's minimum, and then whatever you train, top up after you train. There okay. you go. Overcrowded gym. Can you substitute weighted dips for bench press? No. If it, I would do because dips isn't the same stimulus on the chest as bench press. Love some dips. They're coming soon to the new gym. What is dips doing? Is it just it's gonna still? it's it's gonna it's it's nice internal rotation of the shoulder, so it's gonna hit the pecs. It's gonna be big in the triceps, big in the pecs. I found it is very big right on the inside of my pecs. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I get like a, a soreness. deathly soreness. Yeah, yeah, it could be too close. Sore. It could be a bit too close or a bit too far. You need the right the right balance well, width of the arms. Yeah. Width. Sometimes I found my wrists were getting a bit again. It's a, it's a but what mashed up mashed up yeah. yeah you just need to be in the right stacked position there's a bit what, there's a bit of technique to it make sure as you're coming down the wrist stay in line with the sh- with the elbow so you've got that nice yeah. loading pattern so you get all the way down full dip you're going to get a deep stretch through the chest and as you push away the tricep is the prime mover there I saw someone talking about doing like a shoulder as well keeping your shoulders away from your ears when you do it is that yeah is that push pushing away at the top that's so nice specifically this away from the ears no, so as you come down, yeah. So if you're if you're coming down to a dip, you'll be here like leaning forward. So that shoulder's going to come forward massively, and then bang, big push away. Yeah, well, that's that's the movement. Is it a good substitute for bench press? No, 
it's not no. if it's an overcrowded gym go do some dumbbell bench press or do some floor press or do some elevated push-ups or just do another exercise and wait to the, go to, to wait, the wait gym to go to the gym at a different time <laughs> wait wait do another do another set of a different exercises and then come back to the that's bench that's actually a good one because sometimes you've got your heart set on an exercise yeah you just want to do your weights you don't want to do anything special on you you just want to do your weights and fuck off you want to do the exercises as prescribed so yeah. go do something else wait till the machine's free or the bench is free go and ask them hassle them hey mate how many more sets you got Hi. love doing that yeah Hello. so no, it's another good substitute do another horizontal pushing movement push ups dumbbell bench press dumbbell floor press barbell floor press dumbbell bench Elevator push-ups. I actually missed a question. Oh, dear. This one is from someone on Instagram. How do you purposely train slash drill guard retention, not just starting sparring on bottom? So, you just let your partner get whatever angle they want at the start, and you just let them get in as deep as you're willing to let them. Or you could just let them get to side control and then start by escaping... And then as they're like already, you're kind of half escaped and they're chasing, that's when the guard retention will start. Or you can just let them get a really good angle and like get pretty close to passing without actually letting them get past. So let them get to like, let's say side control, but you've only got one knee or one elbow inside yeah. and then work to get your full guard back from just one bit of inside position. That is my advice. Also, the more flexible you are, Definitely, the easier the guard retention will get be. It, get yeah, get circle, the flexibility gains. Those, those that heel to behind your head flexibility is fucking key. Knee to chest. Yes, sir. That's not very good, but yeah, that's the idea. That's all right. That's all right for an old geezer. Push it in. Fucking get in there. What? Yeah. Push what in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Right. That That's was, all your questions now? That was, I have one more question on, on what it feels, how to deal with getting tapped in training. Just fucking throw a fit. Just get oh, really angry. fuck! Bang the mat twice and go for fuck's sake! <laughs> and then leave. <laughs> Ask the guy why they're being such cunt. Why but did you do that? What you should do is say, I hope you don't roll with everyone like that. <laughs> They love that. <laughs> or yeah, good strength, bro. That was really good strength. Honestly, the best way is to just tell them they're a fucking cunt and move on. Because <laughs> it seems like the most honest way of dealing with it. If you someone know. taps you, you're a fucking cunt. <laughs> you're a fucking cunt. You know that? And just go sit out, wait for the next round, go and spar with someone else. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do all that. But just make sure they know that they're a cunt. <laughs> if you sit out, then that's taken away from their training. Yeah, that's my honest answer. Just say, ah, oh, you fucking cunt, and then carry on. There you go. Yeah. Ah, you got me. Nah, 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 not like that. You're a fucking cunt. Yeah, you're a fucking cunt, you know that? You're a piece, you're a nasty piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last time you got tapped? Uh, Back in Nam. No. Back in Nam. From free sparring. Uh... Probably Sylvia with a head and arm. How long you got? Don't know. Guess. Four months. Three months. You're bashed? No. Nah. It was a good it was a good he, battle. He's good that. He's good, yeah. It was a good and it was like last last sparring and we'd just done like two or three rounds B to B and uh there it is. That and separates it was, the boys it was from the hard men. Hard work. Men from and the boys. It was starting the round wrestling every time, so I wasn't being a coward and pulling guard. I was letting him. I was letting him cook me from standing, and then, and then getting taken down, or, or try a takedown on him, get reversed, or, or maybe get a takedown on him. But essentially, long story no short, no pulling guard wrestle. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Sometimes, if I feel like, if I don't feel too tired, I mean, basically every time I'm going to wrestle with Sylvie at least one of the rounds because. I know that he enjoys it and I enjoy it and I feel like it's a it's a medicine you have to take wrestling mm. with Sylvia everyone should wrestle with Sylvia a little bit just feel the collar ties yeah, enjoy them the ties. it's really it good prepares fun. you for other people who try and collar tie and, you, and, and if they're collar tying you you go I don't oh, care yeah. this is nothing also if you just copy it and just collar tie people a lot of the time 
they end up just literally turtling from collar ties. <laughs> <laughs> I saw around that Sylvie did with some guy. I won't say who it is, but anyway, he visits regularly and it was Ramadan as well. So I'm pretty sure this guy hadn't eaten or drank all day. And Sylvie touched no part of this man other than the back of his head for the entire round. Like, this guy was literally in turtle and Sylvia just pushed the back of his head down even further and it was just collar tied the entire round. And the Could, guy the guy couldn't do anything. Just, just neck training. Yeah, it was just literally just like... Didn't try to submit him, he just... It was, it was just collar tied over and over again. And it was like, I was watching like, damn, this is kind of cruel. Like he could... He could do so many other things than this, but he's just, <laughs> he's just ruining he this guy's so back. <laughs> Honestly, it's and Sylvie just touched nothing but the back of this guy's head <laughs> the whole time. Just he could do so many other yeah, things. Yeah, genuinely, it was done. It was done. He had cooked him. It's like, the pasta is cooked, my friend. <laughs> Turn off the heat. But no. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. intense to watch. I I honestly Intense. I honestly thought the guy was because he was getting angry right audibly visibly angry. Ah! yes <laughs> like ah oh! like those ah oh! come on yeah <laughs> that, anyway yeah. anyway Fuck. I honestly thought that he was gonna start to swing but oh, to wow. be fair to him he kept his he kept his composure and he, and he was still polite at the end but it's just like yeah good I get it like I was looking and he's pretty you know decent cardio so. I get it, but it was just absorbing punishment. It was hot. He was absorbing punishment. Yeah, <laughs> he absorbed it good. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, uh, that was something else. Let's wrap like, off a good. You gotta get out here in the f- next five minutes. Yeah. Up. All right. Reducing ca- reducing calories during comp prep increased chance and chance slash risk of injury. Um. Well, disagree with that. Look at it this way: if you have to make weight for a competition. And you know that 12 weeks out, you're going to try and make the weight. You're going to plan 10, at least, let's say 12 to 8 weeks. Let's say, let's say even 12 weeks out. You're going to start very, very slightly reducing the amount of calories that you're eating. Very slightly. Let's say your maintenance calories is 4,000 or 3,500 a day, which actually isn't that high that if much. you do a lot of work. You could go, all right, cool. I, let's say 3,500. I'm going to go to 3,250 for the next four to six weeks to slowly decrease the calories to get a little bit of weight loss going on. First of all, if you're doing jiu-jitsu, you shouldn't be cutting that much weight in the first place. Probably like three, around 3% of your body body weight. 5% if it's a, if it's a, you've got plenty of time. So let's say it's a 5% cut. 12 weeks out, you're just going to go, right, I'm just going to go on a slight deficit all the way down for the next six let's say six weeks you know even let's go like eight weeks out four weeks i'm going to go on a slight deficit so your training isn't that affected you're eating your carbohydrates around training to make sure that you have enough fuel for those sessions so you time your like big meals and carby meals around training so you're not going to be jeopardized for energy and you're going to be losing some weight in that process and then around the two week mark where your training intensity is going to go down anyway especially on the week mark that's when you can start manipulating carbohydrates and fiber particularly the week of the competition if it's a day before weigh-in or if it's same day weigh-in i quite like eating a massive meal if it's just a normal training session yeah i don't feel like that's bloating yeah but if you want to lose weight so like let's say so one of my clients recently, he competed in Ireland, same day weigh-in. We lost, he lost uh, three kgs in a week to make his weight. What we did was, this only works if, you're only, if you have a high-carb, high-fiber diet to start with. If you don't, you have nothing to draw from. So you, we reduced his carbohydrates from about 400 grams down to 200 in the first three days of the cup we started he had a fight on sunday we started the cut on sunday prior and then after those three days we this is all pretty low sodium as well so just normal sodium not adding in like junk food etc this is tom branch yeah and then um good dub on the weekend huh good dub yeah yeah he won yeah got a good Fair dub play. got a good win Looked nice uh and then 
three days before, that's when you're going to take out the fiber. If you do fiber too soon, you're going to have some gut issues. Your gut's going to be painful. You won't be able to go to the bathroom. Or you can that's the main one, not going to the bathroom. But you can lose up to 3% of your body weight just by cutting out carbohydrates and fiber. So you're going to cut the fat. So in all of this, if you're still making sense of what I'm fucking saying, you're in the calorie maintenance during this week of because you're not going to lose much. You're not going to lose barely any body fat by being in a calorie deficit. So you're just replacing your carbohydrates with fats and you're reducing the amount of muscle glycogen in the muscles because muscle glycogen holds onto water. So you're actually just reducing the amount of water in your body and then fiber, gut content, which also holds onto, which also holds water. And then by the time you step on the scales, you should be nice and light. Under. You should be under. You'd be under. And if it's, if you're fighting on the same day, then you fucking better refuel. You better get, those, better get that refuel, water in. Don't boy. go too crazy. Get a bit of carbs back in. Yeah. If you want to learn more, I can tell you more in person. For money for money you can pay me and we can go through your whole whole way how to do this for money for money yeah we should start answering all the questions like that (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you I'll tell you if you pay me for money or if you like and subscribe like and subscribe where we should finish off with also if you if you the fight dietitian has shout out uh, Jordy he's actually done a whole course on this that you can buy oh yeah buy his course if you want to learn scientifically how to do this yourself he'll teach you what a dawn what Thanks for listening, guys. That's Thank it. You. That that's us done. Bye. Thank you. Like, subscribe, buy Owen's uh, instructionals. Get them. Oh yeah, my new instructionals coming out soon. Uh, sloppy seconds countering the outside. Yeah. Passer. <laughs> yeah. And also. Uh, like and subscribe like and subscribe youtube spotify do all that uh enjoy guys see you later bye